for Inside the Oval, presented by Dignity Health. Again, design takeover. We have creative director, Aaron Lavore, graphic design senior manager, Christine Zambetti, and senior motion and graphic designer, Noah Hammerman. We are going to do the second part of this podcast as a slight rapid fire. There are more questions that don't necessarily go in a fun conversational uh, route, but that we really wanted to ask you guys. So we're going to actually start it with Patty. What is one word you would use to describe the designer on your right? I'll start with you, Noah. Which is the right? <laughs> I'm at the Christine. very end. You oh, have Christine. Okay, I have Christine. I'm at the very end of the table, so you know, I'll orient you in this podcast, but I'm at the very end, so this was confusing. Semicircle. One word? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Take it as a compliment that I'm taking a while. Uh, I would say, like, diligent. Something like that. I'll take it. Oh, yeah. my turn? Uh, empathetic. Nice. I thought that was your word for Noah. Nice. Oh. Like, oh, no. Sorry, I'm yeah, sorry. I'm thinking, yeah, I just he is my nice, best, but I'll say um, cool this dude. is the first word that came in my head. Uh, you could correct me if it actually is a word. Willy-nilly. Yeah, it's hyphenated, I think. One Noah word. is so quirky. Maybe that's the word. Quirky. quirky. <laughs> that he's, he's, the most, he's, he's the most disarming person in the room and maybe in the department, whereas like it makes them very easy to work with. So yes, what I just said. What's one, we talked about this earlier with mundane tasks. What's one task you could, you wish you could always use AI for just like get it, get it over with. Clipping out uh, players or objects in Photoshop. That kind of exists, but like even faster. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's something like, like automatically. Yeah. It still takes some time. Yeah. I would say, um, I would say like things that require, uh, a lot of versions. Um, so not only like crops, but a lot of versioning. So like the birthday templates that I send Patty every month, I wish that I could just like input all the photos and the name somewhere and it just like does it for me. Um, cause those take like, too long in my perspective. I'm sorry. And no, it's okay. It's not It's not your fault. It's, it's like, I want to wish the guys a happy birthday because, like, you know, it's their birthday. And we talked about my birthday in part one, but, like... <laughs> January you know, 22nd. Yeah, I think um, I would say that. Yeah, if you could have a tool that would just, like, resize something, you just put in what sizes you wanted, and it took what you did in the, like, one by one and resized it to all these different sizes, like, ROS ads would be so much easier social media, just have all these sizes at once. It's kind of what Noah said, so it's a bit of a cop-out, but I'm going to take it. I hope to get my call from, you know, new partner Adobe, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and they say, oh, it's already existing. No. But. What has changed the most since you started working here? The fact that we don't have a cafe <laughs> for employees is huge. I don't know it doesn't like hearing the uh, the word cafe because it's, <laughs> it's triggering. has FOMO, but it was a lovely place. Um, what's changed the most? I don't really know. I, I I think I'm just like sitting and enjoying what I've got. To be honest, I don't really have one like that takes too much thought. 
I think like a lot of people are still like going along with the Photoshop Thursdays thing. What's changed the most in like a good way is like a lot of open mindedness, like a lot of people that are just willing to um, not only hang out like here within these four walls, but like extend past it and um, be a friend. Because personally, like I'm not from here. Um, I am from 2,500 miles away. Um, so to have that kind of mentality and like those those types of people here, um, it's really appreciated. Yeah, I think kind of a lot has changed. I mean, going into the my seventh season uh, along with Aaron, but like a lot changes along the way. I think one of the thing is um, if you go as far as like the cafe route, I miss having the uh, personal trainers on campus and uh, just like going kickboxing afterwards um, from like a perk standpoint. But then I think also just like, building trust, like in the seven seasons that you have, you can build trust with the people that you work with. Um, some of those are the people that have been here a long time. Some are new starting, but you're able to build that trust with uh, some of that institutional knowledge you have. So um, I think that kind of changes along the way too. What is your proudest work accomplishment so far? I, I kind of think it's got to go to like the – the team dynamic that we've got. Yeah. Like I think that was kind of my answer. I think Aww, that was my answer, the same answer. We could finish each other's sandwiches. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I just think that like we get along really well. Like we have, um, our room is the creative cave. Uh, that's changed a lot since we got here, but, um, you can just like turn around and have a conversation about like, Hey, make that type a little bit smaller and move it. Sorry, Noah, uh, move it over just a bit, but, um, or like even just having fun on draft day. Like I think having that team dynamic is really important. I think what's rare in this field and like the creative field in general, and I'm sure Rick Rubin would have a lot to say about this <laughs> is like, we are completely egoless. I think that's like something you rarely find in this field. Like, I would rather have somebody be hands-on and, like, you know, go in and fix something um, than, like, sit around and mess with conversations every day. Like, I I really don't have, like, much of an ego when it comes to creative work. Um, I don't feel, like, an immense connection to everything I make. I think that's kind of rare for a lot of creatives, but getting to that groove with your team is, like, so essential. And we've had it the whole time I've been here. Yeah, speaking of finishing each other's sandwiches, we, he would, like, work on a graphic and then be like, hey, can you just bring it across the finish line? And then, you know, we'll just pass off files to each other and let each other, like, use each other's strengths to to get it to where it needs to be. We're not making this very rapid fire. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, really, That's not really in our nature. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't think <laughs> it conversationalist. <laughs> what is the coolest feature in your office? The couch? It, the couch is a great spot because people uh, feel welcome to just come in our room and it's the first thing you see when you come in and sit down and like tell us about their day, mm -hmm. tell us how they're feeling. Like we can talk them through things if there's something that they're going through. We can brainstorm. We've got the whiteboard right next to it if they've got ideas. I think, yeah, it. Um, our office structure... With, I mean, our our room used to be a, a large closet. It was very cold in there. And then they put us in there. But, like, I think it's a disarming place to be. Like, we invite people from other departments to come and sit, hang out. Um, because if you're out, out in the open, 
in the cubicles, you don't necessarily have that like complete like comfortableness. That's not a word. But you come into a room, you kind of disarm, and out of that, like you get new ideas and you get more open. Um, you communicate with you know what's running in your head. And we have gray walls and track lighting, so it just feels like a different vibe as soon as you walk in. That makes people feel like, oh, like I'm in a whole different space and like a different headspace, and can just talk about whatever I need to talk about. Yeah, the lack of windows is a little funny, but um, I would say the greatest feature of our space is not anything physical. I think it is that it's not just our team in there. Um, it is the photography team, the, you know, in-house photography team and, um, our social content producer, um, Nigel McWilliams, who was on this podcast previously. So I think that space allows itself for collaboration, not only between, um, our team, it's between a lot of different teams. Um, and it's a safe space to just work creatively. It's a cool melting pot of creative ideas. I love it because it's just around the corner and Nigel plays really good music. He does. He Sometimes we have random dance parties. Mm -hmm. Yes. We have two fridges in there, and I just finally plugged mine back in. And I've been joking with T. Lloyd because he has the other one. I've been joking with him like, oh, the water in my fridge is way colder than yours. <laughs> it's ice cold. It's ice cold. <laughs> it's kind of upset. So that's the greatest feature. <laughs> the fridges. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite and least favorite word or phrase? Shish kebab. It's just fun to say. My least favorite phrase is circle back. I hate any any uh, office, uh, jargon. office jargon. It is like my least favorite thing. I mean, Aaron described me as willy-nilly. So, I, I mean, I feel like I'd have something to comment about this. But I think, like, obviously there are formalities. But, you know, circle back or, like, you know, stuff like that. It's like, ugh. Yeah. It's it's my nightmare. What was the question again? Favorite and or least favorite word or phrase. You said circle back. I'd say touch base. Mm. <laughs> along the same lines. Lucas will love these. Hey, let's touch base. I'm going to piggyback off of that. and. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Most memorable moment. Ever? Here. Like Ah. <laughs> <laughs> or ever, both. When I was born. Yeah. It all goes back. But you wouldn't remember when you were born. You don't know that. I do. I do know I that. Know. I don't remember. You were there? Yeah. Mine's easy. I'm married. I've been married over 10 years, so my wedding, it was it was a perfect day. It was in Hawaii. Weather was nice. The breeze was nice. Which island? Oahu. Mm, beautiful. Mine goes back to to that Super Bowl again. And uh, sorry, Noah, continuing 2019 <laughs> season, man. Um, but it was literally the halftime show because I looked over at Aaron and like physically pinched him because I was like, can you believe that this is actually happening? Like we're sitting here, you can like hear and see the entire halftime show um, as it's built, as they perform it, as it's taken down, like just really surreal moments. Felt surreal, I felt like I was floating. I'm not even a Shakira fan, but I was like, this is the best concert right now. I'm, I'm just happy to be here. That was really cool. Um, I think mine working here would probably be like that. It might be that Vegas game just because um, it's the first open press box I've ever been in. And it was like loud for our team. It was like very red. 
Um, which, I mean, I've seen some, like, away games um, as fans of other teams, and it's been, like, semi-loud, but never to that point. I mean, I'm a Timberwolves fan, and I went to the Chase Center to watch the Timberwolves play, and I think I was the only guy in a Timberwolves jersey. So I think it goes to show, like, this, the, this you know, culture um, here is, is tremendous. But, yeah. You are... Oh, go for it. I was going to say, I think the Mexico game was a close second, just with a similar atmosphere of it was open press box. And, like, they'd put the camera on our players and the whole crowd would cheer. And then they'd put the play, the camera on a Cardinals player who was supposed to be the home team. And then the whole crowd would boo. And you're like, whoa, this is crazy. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, the music choices were interesting, but it made for a really good time. It's kind of an indicator of, like, how – we shouldn't take things for granted having so much sport, like especially in the Bay area, we have winning teams in the Bay area and a huge, you know, really good fan bases. So playing in Mexico was like, man, they were just so starved to see like live football and you could feel it in, in the crowd and see it on TV, which is really cool. That was also a great example of teamwork because we had no Wi-Fi in the press box there. So every once in a while I'd get uh, past the cord and could do something, but the guys back here were holding down the fort and able to cut photos, and I would message them something. I think I got arrivals in, and then um, they helped take the the ship the rest of the way. So that was a huge help too. We just yesterday we rewatched the Mexican anthem that was at that game. Your favorite. One of your favorites. Her second. One, my favorite. second favorite behind O Canada. Yeah. But that just brings me back. I got chills again. Chills. Yeah. Again. It was really pretty. Beautiful. You are all trapped on a deserted island. You Uh-oh. can each take three coworkers to help you get off the oh island. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> Who are you drafting? Absolute nightmare scenario. <laughs> to get you off the island? Yeah. Who's getting me off? Well, I'm, I'm bringing Haley, number one. She's my roommate, and I think she honestly could help survive any kind of situation. Aw. She would go off the grid and she would survive by herself. So I think I'd bring her to help me survive. Uh, I might drag her down a little bit, but we'd get there. We'd survive. We'd survive. Three is a lot. Three is a lot. I, I take, only need Haley. No, I would take, um, LJ, Laura Johnson. Oh, that's, yeah, a, that's good a good one. one. She is like a Swiss army knife and, and can lead by example and help us get to safety. If this is a draft, then I guess I have to choose somebody different. I'm going AJ Murray with the third mm. overall pick of the uh, of the uh, deserted island draft. Okay, now snake back around, Noah. Oh, I got two in a row. So it's me and one, one now, one other person. Uh, oh my gosh, I'll pick. This is so difficult. If we need height, I guess, at any point, David Eisenberg would be good to have. <laughs> uh, so, you know, just to get me back on the boat, if we build a large enough arc with the name Noah, it happens a lot. So <laughs> I'd, I'd say David Eisenberg. I'd choose Johnny Voke because he's very, he works out a lot. So you know, getting us <laughs> out of the water and into safety would be great. <laughs> um, I think I'm going to bring Aaron. I, this is, I'm on my own island, right? Not with him. But he is on his own island. Oh, dang. He's busy? <laughs> he is also trying to survive. I was going to say, like, he could just bring this, like, calming force. So I think, 
like he would help settle the situation if you're getting anxious about it and and um, trying to figure out the solution. He'd be able to like calm the seas, if you will. I used to watch Naked and Afraid all the time. So <laughs> I learned a lot. He's been and, and Man versus Wild. And I've watched Castaway. So all three is good. So you're good on your own. You don't need anyone else. Yeah, just coconuts. I just need coconuts. <laughs> I do have to say, I feel like this Johnny LJ Aaron Island. Yeah, they feel, that's a pretty they feel strong. strong. I think the David AJ <laughs> Noah Island feels so weak. That one feels... Um, Random. I don't know. Unhinged. We'll figure it out. We'll, we'll see. figure it out. You have very tall people with you. Yeah, which lacks for my height. So I think it's like I had to balance something somewhere. Short King. Which 49ers coworker makes you laugh the most? He's right, he's right here. Yeah. No, I think Noah and I share a pretty similar sense of humor. And so uh, I get a good chuckle out of him. Yeah, probably the guy in the mirror. Um, <laughs> he's pretty funny. I like him. No, uh, I think I think everybody here is like very happy-go-lucky in, in general. So it's very easy to like vibe um, with a lot of folks. So I don't really have a specific answer on who's the funniest. I know Patty's trying to eke that out of me, but um, it wasn't actually. Well, it was a Haley question. Well, I know she she needs the answer. I need it. Um, but I'd say like everybody's great here i think johnny's super witty like i mean i know that's what feeds into his job but even listening to your podcast like he just kept saying things that would be off the cuff and i would just like laugh out loud at them what was or is your favorite work outing i we did um curling one year <laughs> Uh, that was a unique skill that I never thought that I would learn. Oh, it got me thinking of how do I get to the Winter Olympics? Yeah. <laughs> you were like, wait, I can actually and, people and I realized people grew up in the snow up in Canada and they're like really amazing at it. I can't just go like once a month and <laughs> expect to go to the Olympics. And it's like way harder than it looks. Yeah. It's like slip. You're doing it on your tennis shoes on ice. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, saw Zamboni. Like that was pretty exciting. That was a cool outing. Yeah. We still need to do this, but we usually have a design team hike. We go up Mission Peak, <laughs> which is a very strenuous hike. Noah will roll his eyes because his first hike was in the middle of fire season. It was like the smokiest <laughs> day of the, the year. And, and he, he was, ate he a was Kit done. Kat. It was hot and smoky. Yeah. It was a combo. But at the very top, it's very like team building experience. You're at the top of a mountain and you just conquered it. But you need to have it for the greater marketing team. It'd be pretty cool to do that again. Um, I'd say like favorite work outing. Maybe like we all, when I first got here, which was like super um, special for me, went to Top Golf to like celebrate A, the beginning of the season and like, you know, a lot of things. Um, but I think that was like, a good time for me to like introduce myself to this place, um, feel comfortable with it. So I'd say probably like that outing meant a lot to me. Who's sneaky, the best top golfer on your group? Aaron Lavore, a hundred percent. He's like an actual PGA level. No, I am not. Yep. <laughs> I just, that was my pandemic Sign sport. 
He was, is fantastic at golf. So I was playing like basketball leagues before the pandemic, um, feeling great about my cardio, and then I had no sport all of a sudden. So I picked up golf. Is golf a good cardio activity? No, it was something to do <laughs> away from people six feet away, but it was something to apply my um, anything to. <laughs> and Ronan went along too. Yeah. My son loves golf now, which is cool. Did you watch the full swing documentary on Netflix? I have not. The only <laughs> thing I watch on Netflix is like Moana. I was going to say, I haven't either. So I was hoping you did so you could tell me about it. <laughs> I heard it's good though. What do you see for the future of design for the 49ers? Everything's going to be done with AI. Oh, no. <laughs> We're all going to quit. I didn't mean to convince them this hard. I'm sorry. <laughs> kidding. Um, I don't know. Just know that your brand, uh, if I'm talking to the fans right now, know that your brand is in very fantastic hands. Um, we're working diligently to create a look that, um, you know, touches on the heritage of your fandom every day. Um, we take that very seriously and, uh, your team is super fun and has a lot of energy, you know, on, uh, you know, that's tasked with this. But what we love is researching, doing the job, and doing it right. So just know that, you know, we care a lot. Um, yeah. We really um, do care. Piggyback off, off of that. Uh, it's easy to jump on the latest trends in, in creative and design, but we've always tasked ourselves to do what's best to, to support our fans and our, our, our up-and-coming team. So, I mean, our team's really good right now, and hopefully we'll be in, in the near future. But we try to channel that energy. Like how, how can we support our team and our fans in a way that they'd be, they'd be proud of. Yeah. It's hard to say what like the future of it is. Right. But it's definitely channeling what is happening on the field and like the energy the players give us and what the fans are giving us and the excitement around the team. Uh, it's channeling that, but it's also uh, what we were saying earlier, like one upping yourself, figuring out ways to, improve what you're already doing and, and make it um, the best that it can be. What would like, what would each of you like to accomplish this year? I think we're all trying to learn that new substance 3d program. <laughs> we have yeah. a head start on it, but like just to never settle with what you know already. Um, we have, you know, a very small team, um, not just our design team, but our whole marketing team in general uh, within our own verticals, so it's 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 helpful to to teach each other new things and um, stay humble. Yeah, it's just pushing the brand to the next level, and um, you know, hopefully, we have a lot to go off of this season to to do that. But uh, accomplish accomplish another NFC championship appearance, and then maybe a Super Bowl appearance, and then a Super Bowl championship. That's what I would like to accomplish. <laughs> Um, I think I'd like to accomplish, uh, I think one of my biggest things, and you'll probably remember this if you listen to the episode 37 or whatever podcast, but one of my biggest things was efficiencies and being a great design team and having a lot of focus on creating good design while being really efficient and doing it in a manner that doesn't take a forever to do. Um, that's a really key piece of the puzzle for our team. Um, so continually improving that 
is super important. It's one of my, you know, personal goals here to uh, to keep us fresh, not only on the uh, screen, what you're looking at or, you know, in your house on what you, you brought home from the game, but um, like in the productivity space, it's huge. So that would be my answer of what I want to do this year. Who is your favorite player? Uh, all time on the Niners, Steve Young. He was my hero growing up. He was a lefty. I'm a lefty. During my formidable childhood years, he was the one throwing touchdowns and winning games. So Steve Young, current player, I would say Talanoa Hufanga. He's a he's a fun player to be around, especially media day. He like he just takes direction well, and he's just a cool guy. I love the swag of Trey Lance. Uh, he's sick. I like him. And, uh, I think that goes, it also goes back to like when I first got here, he was drafted third overall. And I think that like you, you always, you know, learn from that experience and like being able to sit behind folks and then try to play and learn different things and overcome adversity. That's always been a part of not only like my story, but my family's story and you know, all that. So getting to watch like his unstory ravel before me is really interesting. So, and he's a remarkable guy too. So I think mine's uh, George Kittle. I think he's fun to be around. He's always up for whatever you ask him to do. Like media day, he gives us a lot of energy. Sometimes you have to like bring his energy down to get it to channel into a photo, but uh, he's down for anything and, and, is a great player, so he's fun to watch on the field, too. I, re- I still remember, too, in Mexico when it was, like, a random pause after the, like, in the third quarter with, like, a music and light show that happened, like, in, in the middle of, like, the- everybody was on the field, and he's just, like, jamming out, like, dancing and having a great time. And so, I don't know, you got to really ex- uh, respect that game. And then I think second would be Dre Greenlaw because he was at Arkansas when I was there, and... He's just got a great story and seems like a really great guy, too. What's been your favorite shoot media day that you guys have been a part of? I think mine's the 75th uh, shoot. We had a diamond football made for it um, that I kind of pushed to to make sure we could have on set because it just seemed like it was going to be this like really great feature to celebrate the diamond anniversary and show off these new jerseys. Uh, and the like vibe that was out there was really exciting. Jerry Rice was pumping up the guys on the side and then even went out on the set and is dancing around. And you could just tell like the energy was high. I think the content we got out of that was really cool. Um, and then between the red and white walls and then the the football, they turned out really good. And that was when people started getting back together during the pandemic or tail end of it. So you had this natural energy of like, oh, I'm just happy to be around you all again, right? Yeah, I got to celebrate my birthday on that set. So we didn't win a football game, but we took some great photos that day. I like last year's, how we, how we talked about how we handcrafted the, the, the backdrop and how it all came together. That was a complete team effort, start to finish. Also random, but when Jimmy Garoppolo was on a team, at one point during media day, I was catching footballs from him and I was like nervous as heck. Because <laughs> he was throwing like line drives and it was just like, well, I got to stay ready. I don't want to embarrass myself and get hit in the face. <laughs> just don't drop the ball. Yeah. Yeah. And I would say last year too. Like that was definitely last year's media day. You know, I think 
we have a whole portfolio project on it and it like speaks to the volume of like things that were created from that um, piece. But yeah, that one was really exciting for many reasons. One being like the pants that will never get the black stains out of them. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think using, you know, all of our, not only like digital ideas and minds and putting it to um, motion, but also like using our, you know, going out and painting and using our hands and knees just to like construct this whole set with the help of Lenny and AJ and all the folks there, like really elevated our brand to the next level. Yeah, a lot of heart and soul went into that set build before it was even physically put onto the set and used. It was interesting because like a lot of the ideas lived in our heads. Like AJ was like, he he was he said he would die on this hill if you know we to, to get this thing done. And then he was really the catalyst of everything, how it all came together. We all like believed in it. And then that came like a threshold, like especially with Lenny, our set designer, to put lighting on it and to have everything constructed in the way she sees fit. But once we like kind of put the set in situ, like the, the week of, it just made total sense. It was like oh, sigh of relief because we were so worried it wasn't going to look cool. You know, like we have all these doubts and that's kind of, what we always go through with our creative work, like we start doing something, we have a cool idea in our head and all of a sudden we hate it. And then we live in that for like 80% of the time. We hate, I hate what I'm doing. And then you start doubting yourself. And then all of a sudden you reach just like, get over the fence. And then all of a sudden it feels cool. And then you've done a good job. So it's that's kind of- like the hike. Yeah. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's just like that. Everything works in parallel. You hate it. And then you get to the top and you're like, oh, the flag, we have reached the top. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. Final question. What is your favorite way to unwind? I like to be outside. So like if I need to unwind, I'll go to one of the beaches because it's cool to me to have a beach that's an hour away uh, coming from Tennessee. But I'd go to the beach, go on a hike, do something outside where I can get fresh air, vitamin D, all that good stuff. With Oliver? With Oliver, my dog. I'd be remiss to say if I didn't I didn't say uh, go to Hawaii. I go to Hawaii every summer or every off season now. Um, and that's just my place. My wife and I's second home. I play five to six hours of pickleball <laughs> every weekend or every available day possible. I think A, it's the getting outside thing, but B, it's like the fastest growing sport in America. And uh, we all need to be paying attention to the PPA, Tyson McGuffin, Ben Johns, you know, all those folks, top of their game. So, no, but I, I really do enjoy, like, times I get to go outside and just um, hang out in the sun. I've gotten several, you know, awful burns now, and now I'm, like, much better. But, you know, you should see, like, my watch tan is horrible. Um, but it goes to show, you know, there's a lot of unwinding these days. It's good. There's the pitch. Everyone in this room, except for myself, has played pickleball. So, and it's all thanks to Noah. It's yeah. all thanks to Noah, Professor Hammerman, Coach Hammerman. Wow, hmm. all the Hammermans. Yep, all the Hammermans. <laughs> sort of an alter ego thing <laughs> I have going for me. Well, you guys, we have finally reached the end of this podcast. Thank you so much for joining. I'm really enjoying these takeovers. Yeah, me too. And Thanks for having us. I need to start scheduling a longer block of time. Though. I know. Like, we have this slated for, what, an hour? <laughs> we are uh, an hour and a half, but it's all good. 
it's all good stuff. Not a so. lot to say. Fun to be here. We were in back-to-back meetings this afternoon, so like this was kind of a release. Like I can't say much in these meetings, but now it's like a cool, fun environment to be in. So yeah, let's thanks. do this weekly. Yeah, <laughs> recording podcasts as a way to unwind. I agree. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. See ya.